It's season three and we're back. No more waiting for those three dots to appear after a risky late night text. Forget about what you're gonna wear to Target in case you run into your ex-boyfriend's new wife. This season is about to be such a vibe that it's also a complete mood. So ladies, plug in your salt lamps, tell your mom you'll call her back later, and then get in formation. And if you're ready to live your truth, they only have three words for you. Let's go, girls. I'm Molly, but I am not so meek. Welcome to season three of the podcast, you guys. I'm kind of still dying over that intro. I had all intentions of re-recording it in my voice, but honestly, it was just too fucking good in his, so I had to leave it, at least for this first one. It's just, (laughs) it's honestly just everything, and I am so excited for this entire season because I just feel like it's going to be very magical, just like that intro. (laughs) Babes, happy coronacation. So I honestly, I wasn't really sure if I was going to record any podcast during this quarantine I don't know. It just didn't, it didn't feel really relevant. I'm having a really hard time working through some of my own things during this quarantine. And one of it was like, you know, how can we go on living so normal when everything is not normal? (laughs) I know so many of you, like I, are now jobless um, with no income to help, you know, pay our bills or, you know, do the things that we would normally do and buy the things that we would normally buy. And now a lot of the states, Ohio, where I'm at being one of them, have ordered a shelter in place where we really aren't allowed to leave our homes unless we need to go to the grocery, a medical facility, or some type of essential necessity that um, can help, you know, improve our liability right now. So, it's weird. It's fucking weird. And it felt really weird recording a podcast. And last week, I actually just did it. I couldn't do it. And also, I've been sick. No, I do not have corona. Um, however, it kicked my ass. And I'm honestly really thankful for it because I got the news like a little over a week ago that the governor was shutting my salon down. <laughs> I could like literally cry thinking about it. It is like such a weird feeling to have the government tell you you are not allowed to do business. And like not only me, but all of the girls that work for me, it was just such like a pull the rug out from underneath of me feeling. Although I knew it was coming for weeks, I had watched other businesses get shut down and I, in the service industry knew it was only a matter of time. And when it happened, I was in shock for a couple days. And then I was like, okay, balls to the wall. Let's do this. I'm going to be a content creator machine. I'm going to record all of the fucking podcasts. I'm going to write all of the fucking blogs. I'm going to do all of the novel writing. You know, like a whole fucking list was created in my mind of everything I wanted to do. And I went home and I literally within like hours felt like I was 
just being attacked by severe allergies. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Ohio. It's been like cold one day, hot one day, and it's just now the peak of allergy season mixed with COVID-19. It's a really good combo here. I don't know about where you are. <laughs> We're all miserable. And then we sneeze or cough and like you get death stares and people like look at you as if you're fucking carrying coronavirus and you're like, I swear it's allergies. However, mine turned into a really bad sinus infection. We don't need to go into details, but it literally knocked me on my ass, you guys. Forcing me to rest, forcing me to literally hit the biggest pause button I have ever hit in my entire life. I have never not worked. Since, since I was 14 years old, I've been working to some capacity. And even on the days that I am not behind the chair, running my salon or taking clients, I am doing something for the salon. I'm going to the store to get make sure we're stocked on snacks and beverages, or I'm doing inventory, or I'm doing marketing, or on my own side of things with my coaching business. You know what I mean? Like, there's always something I'm fucking doing. And I'm not going to sit here and say, like, this virus isn't real and all of that shit, because it fucking is. Trust me. I can't even imagine or fathom what people are going through right now. And I know so many people in the medical industry that I'm extremely close to right now that are severely affected because of everything that's going on. That's not what I'm saying. What I am going to say is that God, source, the universe, doesn't matter. Whatever you resonate with, that's the higher power I'm speaking about. They have given us the biggest reset on earth. Everything we thought wasn't possible is now our reality. So many people who thought, you know, CEOs and big corporations never in a million years thought that they could have people work from home. Look at America. You're either working from home, not working, or you're in the medical industry or grocery store supplier. That is insane. And what also is insane to me is how it's not the CEOs that are pulling through for us right now. It's the people who are stocking the fucking grocery shelves. It's the truck drivers who are driving all across America to ensure that those shelves are stocked. It's the people working fucking carryout at a restaurant where they just literally got told they couldn't serve. And it's our medical professionals. And you know who else it is? Entrepreneurs. All of us from home are making such a collective shift right now. And it's honestly kind of fucking beautiful to watch. Because when this all ends, because it will, and when life resumes, and they say, okay, you can go back to normal. Y'all, there's a new normal. It's not going to be the way we used to live. I can't sit here and predict the future, but I can tell you so many things have already changed. And knowledge is such a powerful tool. It's like once you know something, you can't unknow it. And I just see so many shifts happening 
around me and on social media and in the actual media and then shit they're not saying in the media. Like this pandemic is changing life as we know it forever. So it felt really weird to just hop on a podcast episode like no damn thing was even happening. (laughs) I couldn't do it. I couldn't. But I also couldn't not bring you guys a podcast episode. With so many of you working from home or stuck in your homes not working, you guys have been asking for this. And I dug deep into my archives and I actually found an old live video of mine that I released in a masterclass last year on manifesting. Because you don't need to leave your home to manifest. There are easy ways to work on your mental health, your self-care, and your soul's purpose sitting exactly where you are right now. I'm going to give you a few ideas on some things that I have done, and then I'm actually going to re-release something. Um, This is the first time the public's ever hearing it. So I'm really excited. And if you like what you hear, this is actually something that you will go a lot deeper in. But um, it's definitely a little content from my master classes. And I'm literally getting ready to launch my new mastermind on April 1st. So if you like what you hear and you want to hear more of things like this, I definitely recommend reaching out to me um, and getting some deets on my new mastermind program. It's literally going to be $33 a month. And I know... As so many of us are lacking in the budget field, I feel like that's something that's very doable for any budget scale that you're currently on. And I'm so excited. There's going to be so much more to come for that. So definitely stay tuned. But I'm excited. This breaks down manifesting. I cry in it. I'm always crying, you guys. But I just really get into my feels and give you guys a little glimpse into what coaching with me one-on-one will look like. And I'm just really excited. Um... I hope you guys enjoy this, and if you guys need anything at all, please reach out to me. My DMs are open. This is such a time where we need to just collectively come together, and as much as we're social distancing, we don't have to do that on the internet. More than ever, we need to be connecting with accounts that lift us up, and this is now no better time than ever to purge those accounts that make you feel insecure or less than and things like that. Um, I've been doing lots of journaling, lots of reading, less TV time. These are just things that have really helped me. Um, Also, cooking a lot more because I haven't been able to eat out. It's been very therapeutic, and it's just something that's really helped me with this entire process. Lots of dance parties, (laughs) lots and lots of dance parties. Um, And I actually am now going to sit down and write some love notes and just send them out to my friends that I cannot see. So I hope you guys enjoy this. I hope you guys are staying safe. I hope you're washing your fucking hands and taking this serious because so many lives have been affected and we're all being impacted, whether you realize it or not. So do your part. I love you guys and let go. dive in. We're going to talk about manifesting. So there's technically like five steps that um, 
I follow when manifesting something. And we're gonna actually like recap this entire course. Let me flip. Uh, because it all leads to this. You know, everything, just like everything in life, you guys, like everything, I don't wanna say that because I actually don't believe that everything happens for a reason. Um, I, however, I don't believe in coincidences. I believe everything happens for a purpose, which I guess is probably the same thing. It's just my bass backwards way of, um, I don't know, being different. But I feel like that everything in your life has led you here. Kaylee, how's your tone? <laughs> I feel like that everything in life has led you here to this moment, you know? Like everything served its purpose to get you to this version of yourself. To be, for example, here to receive this message from me or to experience whatever relationship you're in or to leave whatever relationship needs left or you know, whatever that looks like. Everything in life has lined up in divine timing, not our timing in divine timing so that the best outcome is possible because the universe is always working for us. It's always got our back and it's always working for our greater good and our greater purpose in life. That's a fact. It's not out to get you. No one is. I believe in karma. However, um, I believe that I believe in good karma and I believe in bad karma for sure. Hey Dakota. But for me, karma is more, how do I say this? I've actually never verbalized this before. So work with me on this one. For me, karma isn't about like, oh, I did something really, really shitty to this person. So someone's gonna do something really shitty to me. That's not how I perceive karma and that's not how karma works in my universe, in me and others. But for me, my caramel, caramel, caramel drizzle, my karma is strictly within my universe and it affects myself, my future self. So my current thoughts, my current actions, my current reality is dictating my future reality and my future self. So my karma is always with me. Does that make sense? Is this rant even resonating? <laughs> ha, sorry girl. Okay, so with that being said, this entire course, it is built and structured this way for a reason and this is the first time that I have broken it down by week to let you digest them because it's a lot of information that I used to just throw into a very small 14 day course, which was too much for me even. Like I, I couldn't keep up with that energy. There were a lot of times where I would be like, guys, I need a day. And this has given me time to spread things out and make things happen, but also for you guys to implement them now and not when the course is over. Because when the course ends and you have all of this shit after 14 days, you're like, where do I begin? What do I do? So my purpose with this course was to create tangible, like actionable steps that you can do now. So when we go back and we're just like recapping to what has led us here to manifesting, 
Um, first and foremost, our mindset, right? Because that's where it starts. Like that's where everything takes place is in our mind. And if our mind is not right, fuck everything else because it's not going to matter because we're not going to hear it. We're not going to see it. We're not going to believe it. It's just not even going to like serve its purpose. So our mindset has to be the first thing that goes. And I feel like it's probably one of the hardest things, you know? So after our mindset, we then have to take ownership, right? We have to take ownership of our responsibility in everything that's happened. And that's like a hard pill to swallow because if you think back to your life and maybe some shitty experiences you've had or whatever, your karma, okay? If you think back to that and you have to now look back from a different mindset with a different perspective and you're looking back and you're like, wow, yeah, I fucked up there. Oh, okay, here, I, I see where I could have done better. You know what I mean? Like we have to take ownership and we have to take responsibility for the good and the bad because we are in control of it. And then that leads us to like the law of attraction. So what we're putting out is 100% what we're getting back. And for me, I guess that's how I feel about karma. And when you are working with the law of attraction, Everything that you speak, everything that you say, everything that your energy vibrates on, it just expands and expands and expands. And it goes out into the universe like an echo. It's actually why my salon is called Echo. And it literally will come back to you as a boomerang. So the law of attraction is so important and it is a key factor in manifesting, of course. But we can want all the things and we can have ideas and we can raise our vibe and we can put all of this good juju out into the universe, but we're gonna have blocks and we're gonna have limiting beliefs and we're gonna have shit that shows up to get in our way, but I'm here to tell you, the only thing in your way is you, which was our like our next week, okay? So after limiting blocks, we literally rolled right into you because it's up to you. You get to decide. Every day, you get to decide. You get to rewrite your story and you get to choose. But you have to do those things by getting connected. And you have to know her. Like her, who, who are you? Like you can be fake as fuck on the internet. You can be perceived however it is you want. People can know what you want them to know. But, babe, when you go to sleep at night, you're sleeping with yourself, okay? When you look in the mirror, you're only looking back at you. So, we have to get really, really clear on like who that is and get connected to her and do some mirror work and do some meditation and like focus in on your own intuition and listen because we speak, but sometimes we don't hear. Our soul is always saying shit. We are always being guided all the time, but we don't always hear ourselves because we're too busy listening to everyone else around us. So it's so important that these have happened in order for us to manifest fucking miracles. Leg up, <laughs> drop the beat. No, okay. <laughs> 
So here we are, rolling into manifestation after I take a gulp. <laughs> when we're manifesting, one step that a lot of people miss is actually like claim it. Okay, so here's what I mean by that. I can sit here all day and tell you guys, I want a man. I want to be married again. I want whatever the fuck I want, okay? But if I don't sit with myself and rewrite my story on whatever limiting blocks I have around men and marriage, the fuck is it good for? It's not going to happen. I have to claim it and I have to be clear about it. Like so clear about what it is that I want. I, I, I used a man as an example, so I guess we're fucking rolling with that shit tonight. It's um, on the forefront of my mind. So I recently was on a coaching call a couple weeks ago now um, with one of my coaches out in California. And she and I talked about relationships the entire time. And she is actually a business coach, but she was like, listen, you're thriving. Like I see you, boo. What do you really need help with? And I'm like, oh, my heart. <laughs> so we literally sat for 45 minutes and just talked about relationships and fuckboys. And she gave me a task and it literally has in the last two weeks changed everything for me when it comes to manifesting the man in the marriage that I deserve. And it's so simple, but this can relate to anything, you guys, anything, okay? It's like huge. It was such like a pivotal, like epiphany moment for me. So she was like, you have a list, right? And I'm like, yes, I have a fucking list of this man. You know, we all have a list of like what we want our ideal person to have been like or be like, or, you know, I don't know where like you guys stand right there. Well, I actually do know where all of you stand, but I'm just generalizing. Okay. Okay. So we all have this list, right? And it's pretty superficial. At least mine was. I'm like, he needs to be tall. He needs to be dark and handsome and fucking bearded and like a big dick and like, you know what I mean? Like I wanted things. Okay. And I was like, he has to have like a nice lifestyle and just really surface fucking shit. Okay. There was a couple like qualities, you know, like fucking loyalty, <laughs> but she was like, okay, Molly, that's all great. But how does he make you feel? And I like stepped back. I was like, well, I've never thought about that. And she goes, that's why you haven't manifested him because you aren't clear on how it's going to feel when he comes. And I'm like, fuck, she's so right. So she gave me a task and that night she was like, I want you to pull out your list and I want you to write a new one. And in your new list, I want you to literally write out how you want to feel in this relationship. Like how can he support you? And how does that feel? So it blew my damn mind and I rewrote my list and now I know how it feels. And that's the second step in manifesting guys. You ever like hear something or I fucking see shit all the time on Pinterest. And I'm like, why didn't I think of that? She literally said this and I was like, oh my 
God, it's so easy. I made it so hard. Like, how do I want to feel? So first you have to get clear on whatever it is, right? And then you have to get really, really, really honest about how do you want it to feel? You're trying to manifest a car. You're trying to manifest a million dollars. You're trying to manifest a fucking house. What is it? How's it going to feel though? That's what matters. Because here's the thing. When we are using the law of attraction when manifesting, the universe does not understand, I want, I wish, you know, I need. It, fuck, it doesn't care about that. What it cares about is the energy that you feel and the energy that radiates off of you for that manifestation. That is truly what matters, okay? But you can't get to that feeling and you can't understand what that's supposed to feel like unless you're really clear and you claim it. We got these two? Throw up some hearts if you're feeling it. All right, so the third thing that you have to do is you have to be thankful for something you haven't received yet. Shocker. Plot twist, okay? You have to feel grateful for something that you have not even manifested. Because once you've claimed it, you feel it, like you know what that feels like, it automatically, if you actually are feeling those feelings, will put you in this like state of gratitude that is almost like euphoric and like ecstasy, okay? And that is just going to expand that vibration that you are sending out into the universe. In the universe, it like, you kind of trick it, right? You're like, thank you so much for this man who makes me feel so unconditionally loved and supported and connected. Like, thank you. And the universe is like, you're welcome. I mean, yeah, here, here you go, you're welcome, yeah. Like it's confused, like a fuck boy, you know, they get real confused. So you have to be really, really grateful for things that you haven't actually received yet in order to receive them. That's another stuff that a lot of people miss when they're trying to manifest shit. So number four, this is one that I struggle with the most, okay? Stay positive. Stay on that vibration. Like, do whatever you gotta do, boo, to stay there. Like, if you gotta go to gratitude every single day about whatever that feeling is for you, do that. Because when you allow negative thoughts to circle in on whatever it is you're manifesting, thoughts become things, babe. So those negative thoughts that you're thinking, they are becoming your new reality. You might have worked really hard to claim it and feel it and be grateful, but if you're fucking it up with some negative juju, now you're confused. Now you're acting like a fuckboy, and the universe is confused, and it's like, oh, really mixed signals. Hey, Kai, I don't know what to do here. Like, oh, mm, 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 mm. You know what I'm saying? So when you get really, really clear and you claim it, you feel it, and you're really fucking grateful for something you have not even received yet, you have to stay there. 
And I'm not saying it's gonna happen every fucking day. Guys, I struggle with this constantly. We just keep coming back to the man shit. But I literally go through these waves where I'm like, fuck yes, oh my God, this is gonna be so amazing. And then I let my expectations precede me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that blew up in my face. This fucking sucks. He's a fuck boy. He's acting this way. So guess what he starts doing? Acting that way. Okay? You see what I'm saying? Thoughts become things. So you need to be really, really clear when you're on the topic of trying to manifest something specific. You gotta be really, really, really clear about your thoughts because they matter. Okay? And then, guys, the hardest fucking part. Dremel. Let it go. Let it fucking go. I'm actually the worst at this part. <laughs> I'm just being real, okay? Because here is, here's the deal. It's actually not that I'm a control freak. Because I'm actually not. You should see my house. Um, it's not about like being a control freak. It's about the unknown, okay? Here's the thing. Our brain is literally this muscle that is created and it sends different wavelengths to protect us, okay? So when we think things or we get put in situations, it automatically puts up blocks that makes us be like, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. So you basically end up in like a mind fuckery over yourself. But the biggest thing, and like write this shit down, Okay, the how is not your job. If you want a new car, if you want a house, if you want to make a million dollars, it is not up to you how you get there. You just need to do these things where you have claimed whatever it is and you feel what it's going to feel like. You're fucking grateful for it. Stay really positive. Stay upbeat. But let it go. Like you have to trust that the universe has got your back, that God is going to bring it to you or whatever that looks like for you. You have to trust in something greater than yourself. Because like you didn't come this far to come this far. And if it was up to us, like if we had to be the ones to figure out our shit all the time, guys, I would not have any of this. Literally. I've been in this apartment for over, I don't know, like it'll be a year in July, okay? But like a year ago, I was literally at my mom's and I was like, I can't live here anymore. I had moved back in with my parents, with my daughter, and I was like, I can't do this. Like I have to have my own place. I literally, I'm done. I need to do Molly. Like, I don't know who the fuck she really is yet, but like I'm getting there and like, I need my own space. Guys, I was so in debt, okay? I literally borrowed like 10 grand from my parents to get out of a toxic salon in a unserving apartment because I mentally did not have the capacity. Like I needed to move in with my parents and they lent me money to do so. I basically could not afford my old car, okay? Like all this shit just kept snowballing. And I knew that there was the, like a different story that needed to be written. 
I knew how this fucking apartment would feel. I knew it would be pretty and I knew it would be white and I'm like gonna cry thinking about it. But like, I saw this and like I felt it. I wanted to live downtown so bad that I only looked at apartments with fucking skyline views behind it. Like I did. Because when I felt where I lived, those buildings were a part of it. And literally, like, I, I remember telling my parents, I was like, oh God, I literally signed a lease. My parents are gonna kill me. I owe them so much money. Like, how do they think that I'm gonna just up and leave? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just not a really good situation. And I remember telling my mom, like, I'm moving. She was like, okay, like, when? What's going on? I don't have pants on. <laughs> and um, she literally was like, okay, like, what's going on? And I'm like, I already signed the lease. She was like, you what? Like, she flipped out on me. My mom doesn't do that. And she told my stepdad, and it was really bad. And he didn't talk to me for, like, months, literally until I moved. Like, I told him three months prior. But you guys... I was living with my parents and they had their own like perceived notions basically about like, I can't afford life now. How the fuck does she think she's going to go live downtown? You know what I mean? But like, I got so clear on what this looked like for me and I could feel it. Like I, I didn't only feel it for myself. I felt what it would be like for my daughter to be raised in a very diverse universe, basically, downtown, and have all of the, like, I literally told myself stories every fucking night before I went to bed about living downtown. And I literally would, like, thank the universe for it. And I was like, oh my God, like, thank you for this money. Thank you for, like, allowing me to pay my bills. Thank you, like, all the thank yous, right? And I stayed really positive. I, I used the mind your own business technique where I was like, no, like I literally put blinders on and I was like, my parents literally think I'm fucking crazy and I don't give a shit because I know I'm not. Like I felt this and I knew I was supposed to be here. Fast forward, literally, like I was here, the end of July is when I moved out last year. <laughs> And by the beginning of September, I had been paying like almost $1,300 in rent a month. I had paid off my old car and I had bought a fucking brand new car by myself. No one co-signed nothing. Because I saw it and I felt it. And I was fucking grateful for something that I hadn't even received yet. And I didn't let other people's opinions matter. Because when we're talking about your dreams and we're talking about your reality and what you deserve, no one else fucking matters. You matter. Your mind matters. Your heart matters. That's it. Nothing, no one, uh-uh. Just you. So now I'm here. And you get to these points where it's like, wow, you know, I, every fucking day I wake up and I look out my window, like literally this morning and yesterday I had a moment 
where I was looking at the Levesque Tower downtown and I was like overly like I just had a moment you know I just was overpowered by like such a like higher feeling like I literally felt like like the Holy Spirit or like something was inside of me like it wasn't me for sure but it was like kind of like a nudge and like a reminder like remember when this was a dream remember when you just wanted this you didn't live this every fucking day because the next part this is not on the list this is molly just on molly mode now okay the next thing with manifesting when you get really good at it and it starts to happen very quickly you uh you can't help but like be grateful for it right because you're like wow 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 all these things but like it doesn't always happen that way like we get in our own way and like we fuck it up you know what i mean I get in my head all the time, all the time. And so uh, sometimes the universe will literally like intervene and give me moments like the past couple mornings where I walk out and I'm like, wow, yeah, you right, thank you. And I gotta put myself back into gratitude like this used to be a dream. Like Kaylee, are you still on here? I don't even know, but like I know Kaylee like in this group right now, she is living a life that she thought would be like years from now. Like literally her current reality is a dream that she dreamt up months ago. Same for you, Kylie. Like you guys are living out your dream. And I know we're always like dreaming for the next thing. And we're like trying to hit the next milestone and we're trying to get to that next level. But like, look the fuck around. Because your old self, I'm gonna cry again. Your old self is literally standing in the back, fucking cheering for you. Like, bitch, we did it. Like, we're here, we're out here. Like, you fucking did it. And we forget that. Like, I don't know why we allow ourselves to get to these places where we constantly operate for the next best thing. You know? Like, I did this, now what? But, like, bitch, your old self couldn't even get to this point. So, like, you have to celebrate and really, really, really take in your current reality. Because your past self created this. And like that is fucking magic because I know each and every one of you personally and I know that you all have been through some fucking shit and I'm fucking here for it. Like we have to celebrate ourselves, babe. Seriously. Oh, thanks for like getting me through that guys. I really was not expecting to cry like twice, but here we are. It's the caffeine.